Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 317, brought to you by CG Magazine. I am your host, Jordan Biorti. Joining me, of course, are the lovely Cole Watson. Glad to be back. Cole, listen. I'm still playing Avengers, Jordan. You can't tell me listen. otherwise. <laughs> listen. No, okay. This, this, You know, last week was a little hard on you. I feel like that could have come across as, you know, kind of mean. I banged some desks. I and threw I just some want to chairs. Say, I just want to say, even though you're wrong and I hate you. Oh, yes. I'm sorry and I respect you. <laughs> you see, he laughs. It means it's all a lie. And I accept no, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's sincere. It's from the heart. Seriously, Who else do know? we have on the cast, Jordan? I'm sick of hearing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, joining us is Alex Hansiuk. Hello, I kind of feel like I shouldn't be on this show, and I feel like it should just be you guys going back and forth, but happy to be here. Um, you know, I thought about that for a little bit, but... Round two just, of, we... what was it, Coffee and Cartridges was our old show? Yeah. Well, your old show, I should say. Was it just oh, you two? My baby. No, it was It was a couple of us. Lisa was on it. Uh, it was like sort of a rotating cast, but it was more. It was supposed to be more like you know, in-depth, like, philosophical, educational podcast. Like Academic, I think is the word. But uh, we just, we couldn't keep it going because of scheduling and stuff. Um, but, you know, we need we need a third. We need a, we need a mediator. Otherwise, it's just going to be me and Cole shouting at each other for an hour. And I don't think anyone wants to listen to that. Yeah, it couldn't be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, for like <laughs> five people. It's going to be entertaining for us and us alone. Oh, yes. So... We're going to jump right into it. The big news, the big thing of the of the week. We had the big old PlayStation 5 showcase. And uh, it was a pretty big deal. A um, lot of good stuff out of it. I mean, it was it was kind of neat to see it uh, after like the Xbox like tweet and then the inevitable reveal that Xbox or Microsoft did have a presentation loaded up. But, you know. They tried to get ahead of the leaks and they didn't really do it. So Sony really, uh, they really got, you know, the one up on Xbox in this case. Not only did they show up with, you know, they're, you know, they're doing the exact same thing that Microsoft is doing. They have a physical version of the PS5 with the, uh, okay. Now, what do you guys think about this? Because I hate the way that the physical like disc based PS5 looks. Oh yeah. It juts out way too much. It's like they just, they stapled this appendage onto the thing. It's like they couldn't line it in the center. Yeah, it's too much of a tumor. It, it looks it, like Kaiba. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, yeah, it's time for me to just embrace all digital. I'm fine with that. Yeah. My, my PS4 already is like 99% digital. I have like, yep, exactly. I, I was looking out. I was looking through my library today and it's like between like games I've bought and like the, the PlayStation plus stuff, I have like 300 games and like, they're all digital. Damn. I, I think I, I actually only own a single, no, I own two. Okay. Two, if I'm being honest, but it's not really mine. Technically. Um, I got my physical version of Friday the 13th. Cause I, I kickstarted it. And then I have a copy of destiny that, Brendan didn't want in the office. So he's just like, all right, Jordan, here, you can have it. I find it ironic that you have a copy of Destiny. Well, I tried to take it to EB to, to trade it in, and they, like, straight up wouldn't accept it. Huh. They were just like, we can't. Because I think, if I remember their reasoning, was like, we have too many copies of Destiny, so we're not accepting pre or, like, or trade-ins because nobody's buying <laughs> Destiny is, 1. Is Destiny 1, like, can you still play it if, I, if you had the thing? Or is... Isn't the game um, done because like there's no online support anymore? It's I think you could still play. I the believe game. servers are oh. still up, but oh, okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're sunset very soon. Because that's what I thought the reason would be for not allowing a trade in. Be like, yeah, you like physically can't play this game. Nice try. Bring well, us. I've got. I've had. I've had that happen before in like weird ways where I tried to trade in a copy of like my. Old, I think it was like one of my old Halo games. It might have been ODST, and they like wouldn't take it because I didn't have the like multiplayer add-on disc that came with it. And I was like, really? I'm like, who's specifically playing ODST just for the multiplayer that you will not accept this? 
Yeah. And, you know, the guy who worked there was like this, you know, he's a hardcore Microsoft fanboy. So he was like, oh, you know, you'd be surprised. A lot of people still actually play by ODSD. I'm like, shut up. They're still not down. They're still up. Jordan met his um, Xbox counterpart and it was. Oh, I, I, was the reason moment. I hate going to EB. Damn. I'm well, sorry. With this new everything. generation of all digital consoles, I wouldn't be surprised if just putting the final nails in the coffin in that. Well, and it's interesting because, like, if someone posted a sort of pre order chart, and I'm not sure if it was accurate or not, but it showed that, like, of the pre orders that went out, it's like 98% of them are the, 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 the physical ones because stores don't want to do pre-orders in the digital because like you yeah. know it kind of it, it kind of cuts them out so uh th- that might also be a reason why it's like impossible to find a ps5 and people are just continually refreshing their baskets like i'm doing right now on this show um because <laughs> you know like the, 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 like they just don't have the digital at all and so yeah you have to go for the physical and uh i mean you know sony did their presentation which i mean we'll, we'll get to but then they were just like, oh, yeah, by the way, the, the pre-order is out. But they never announced it. It was just it was just around, right? It was just like, oh, my gosh, yeah. they're up. And then, oh, my gosh, they're sold out. A complete mess of how they handled that. But it was yeah. good because, you know, NVIDIA was right there beside them. So it was, Oh, yes. Yeah. Just as bad with the 3080s. God, terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, but, and, you know, and, and I've, I've been saying this a lot. Um, like, you know, my, my stance on pre-orders has, for, for, for everything has sort of been a hard no. Like, I I used to pre-order stuff before I started kind of working as a game journal and, like, coming to understand that, like, pre-orders aren't really about, like, securing your copy of a thing. It's more about telling, like, the publisher how much money they're going to make ahead of release. And, you know, and then again, too, like, this going back to the whole, like, EB thing, it's just, like, you can't go into a into an EB without being, like, just bombarded with like pre-orders and here you can pre-order this game if you pre-order this game but you don't even you're not even here to buy then you can get this it's like it just it got so it just got so obnoxious right and so like my 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 thing with the ps5 is the exact same thing like like i've been making the joke about it and i it's like kind of a joke but not a joke that like they're gonna release this thing like mid second wave like the second wave is coming people so hunker down but like you know who's gonna for the storm who's gonna go out and buy a ps5 in the middle of like you know the second lockdown that's inevitably gonna happen unless people start you know panic buying ps5s i can't see it happening like it just it seems crazy to me to think that you will not be able to go to a store and buy a ps5 like you know, I and I thought this the exact same thing too about the Switch. And me and my buddy went the day it released, and we both got a copy of a Switch and Zelda. Like they had them to buy. So yeah. I don't know. I just I'm not I'm not pre-ordering anything. I'm just gonna go on the day of, and if they have a system there, I'll be more than happy to buy it. If not, then you know, whatever. Sony doesn't get to have my money for a you know until you know it. It's like metric of measuring success is out of time. Like, plus there was that really great Brentelfloss song that I shared in our little chat channel about never buying consoles at launch. Yeah. There's a lot of truth in it. <laughs> yeah, they can always yeah. end up as a lemon. Uh, it, it was just interesting seeing because, like, uh, now that I'm in Newfoundland, there's no way that I really have to pre-order these consoles besides online marketplaces, especially in the rural area that I'm in. But uh, just hearing from my friends in Mississauga of like 20 people lined up outside of our old EB games and only four could get pre-orders because that's all they handed out. Compared to the PS4 launch where there was easily a line of 30 plus people and we all got consoles. Well, yeah, but that doesn't, but at the same time, that doesn't totally take into account, like if only four people got pre-orders, like that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that like they're they're only going to get shipped for oh yeah totally more inventory could totally come down the line but not only that but um sorry doesn't mean to cut you off there but just like because i remember i you know before like when i was younger and i had like a buddy who worked at eb um this was during like the the wii launch and he was basically saying to us that like it's like when 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 eb is shipped like consoles and stuff they're basically given two separate boxes so it's like you have one that's like this is the ones that are supposed to go for like on sale like you know 
to the public and then you have the ones that are like for the pre-order and it's like if the pre-orders like exceed whatever then you might have to take a couple out of that box because the pre-orders have to go out first so it's not like they're only going to get shipped for ps5 and then it's nothing right like obviously they, they're going to have a little spillover of like actual physical consoles i they mean have to. crazy th- not to. Th- that's the thing though is like when the 3080s came out the stores only got like four people didn't even have the opportunity to really pre-order and now yeah. there's just a massive shortage of them and i know that ign has quoted sony saying that hey we're shipping more ps5s than we did ps4s at launch but i remember like during the ps4 pre-orders when it was two days after they even announced they went live and i just walked into an eb and pre-ordered and now yeah, they yeah. won't even take pre-orders for ps5 yeah which, which yeah, is strange and i mean the there, there was a report though, like I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, that the the production run on the, on the PS5 has sort of been interrupted, and there's issues with that. I mean, Sony has denied that claim uh, recently. Yeah. They're like, you know, everything's fine, you know, but it, it does sort of call on the question, you know, that we're looking at pre-orders and, and and that you know they aren't really available. But it's also a thing where like it seems like Microsoft and and Sony were sort of playing that game of chicken for such a long time of like who's going to announce, who's going to announce. And we reached September, and no one had really announced anything. And it's like, okay, but what's what, what's going on? And then the fact that Sony's just like, yep, they're pre-orderable now. It it kind of feels like it wasn't planned, and they were just like, well, you know, we can we can get a few pre-orders out, and then we'll have like a second pre-order window. And that's that's sort of what I'm hoping for. That's sort of what I th- I, I think is going to happen. But they've also been very very radio silent, which is just it's it's just not a good look right now for Sony um, as they're trying to launch this new this new console that people seem to want and like you know the the best thing to do during the holiday season to make money is make sure people can actually buy your console so yeah there's definitely striking while the iron's hot with hey we dropped the price we dropped the release date go out and pre-order because i feel like they are definitely worried about the xbox series s just being the cheapest next gen console being that that was one of the leg ups of the previous generation over the xbox one as ps4 was cheaper and had the games yeah yeah, and maybe that's probably like part of it too. Like, I don't know. Maybe if I'm just being like cynical, and it's like that, I that you know, part of me feels that they're just doing like they're just you know, like kind of kind of contriving a shortage to you know drum up hype. But at the same time, it's like yeah, but they're also putting like uh, Miles Morales and um, Horizon uh, and, and Horizon on uh, on PS4. So it's just like you know, are they just is that just like them? hedging their bets and maybe like covering all bases or it's just like oh you know you know we're gonna be good guy sony and it's just like don't worry if you don't buy a ps5 you can still play miles morales and horizon after launch it'll be it'll happen yeah it's hard to read yeah. what's going on right now yeah it, I mean, nintendo did it too right with breath of the wild but that was the only one they put out it was just dear's breath of the wild this is the last wii u game you're gonna get yeah like so we, we didn't we didn't even really like this seems like a backtrack from what i remember was that they said that well, these games are only possible on ps5 we're kind of like cutting off next uh previous gen support and yeah. then they backtracked and miles being a ps4 title is totally understandable i worry about horizon's performance on ps4 but we'll see how they do yeah yeah i mean miles makes sense because you know it, the other spider-man game came out on ps4 and what I saw from the Horizon trailer, like it looked nice and like it looks like a good game, and then that there is sort of that worry of like, are you are you hurting yourself by making it available on the other consoles? And it also, what's the point of buying a PS5? Like right now, people are like, oh my gosh, I can't even get a PS5, and then you drop the news that you can still play these games on PS4, and I wonder if that's some damage control in terms of like we're not gonna have enough PS5s for everyone, but you can buy these games on PS4 for now. Like that's cool. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The only one that's the only two that are confirmed PS5 exclusive are Demon Souls remake and I believe Ratchet and Clank. Okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not excited for the Demon Souls remake, Jordan. You know what? I I I, I am uh, to the extent that I that I love Dark Souls, but it's just like you know that Dark Souls again. It's like it's it's a remake of a PS3 game. Does it really need the power of PS5 behind it? Like, oh, it did back in those days. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, we've since seen like Dark Souls three and Bloodborne and Sekiro and like all these awesome games on the previous gen console. Like, it's not like it needs it. 
you know, and if, if it's more or less just a glow up, like, I don't know. I was watching that the, 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 during the presentation and watching the demo and I just, I don't know. It was a little underwhelming. It uh, kind of just, it just looked like, like nothing had weight behind it. Like this guy's getting hit with like these swords and stuff against his shield. And it's it's like he's it's he's being hit with a stick. Like he's, there's no knockback. There's there's no feeling of like weight that you can even just just visually like discern. I don't know. That was very concerning to me. And then like even just some of like just the, some of the way it looked, it just it looked kind of it still looked kind of jank. Well, I didn't think it looked jank, but uh, it looked a little, <laughs> <a> little jank. <laughs> Well, it's well, it's a you know, as you said, it's a it's a it's a remake of a of a PS3 game. So some things are definitely the jankiness is totally going to be intact in some areas. But overall, how they've uplifted all the areas and stuff, like Zuby was going crazy over the trailer. He really loved mm-hmm. it. No, it looked good, but um, I and I think that I think the problem is uh, probably that I ha- I didn't play Demon Souls oh, yeah. back in those days. I wasn't I wasn't really into Dark Souls. I didn't really I didn't really kind of know what it was at the time. So like Bloodborne was my first experience with a Dark Souls, and that's like when I completely fell in love with it. Yeah, and Dark and Dark um and Bloodborne too is like is is kind of like a non traditional sort of Souls like game. I know a lot of people say it's not like just because of like how it's a little bit more combat focused, it's a bit more fast paced, like. It doesn't. It's not necessarily the same as like playing like traditional Dark Souls. Because that was the thing when I when I sat down and played Dark Souls three, I was like, I'm not really into this. Like, I just it makes me just want to play Bloodborne. Like to me, Bloodborne is the best version of it. Yeah, a lot of people would agree with that. Uh, I I just want to see how much that game like improves performance wise. Because th- that's the thing with like even the previous generation consoles. It was like right out the gate you could build a pc that was stronger and even now with these consoles you could build a pc that is stronger for uh around the same amount of money but it it's all about the performance that you get out of it and seeing how the optimization rides out and all that like ps4 was the generation that put me into pc gaming because i wanted more performance out of games because i wanted more freedom Mm -hmm. from the platform and stuff like that i think well you know what i think it's I think a lot of people are, are willing to be more forgiving about performance stuff. Like the average consumer. Oh yeah, isn't definitely. Gonna really, like, isn't going to really care unless it drops to like a noticeable, like 10 frame second. Um, it's just, it's, it's all about the ease of access and, and ease of convenience. Right. Like, yeah. With like Sekiro, like I played it on PC. So I played like silky smooth 60 FPS. And then when I tried mm-hmm. uh, uh, the console version later, it was like sub 30 and I was like, Oh, this makes such a difference to me. This yeah, is, this is like, why I'm in this ecosystem now. I played just even just, just playing on the, on the PS4. Like it felt, it felt fine to me. Like even if it was even like locked at 30, like it, it still felt smooth. It still like was responsive. It didn't really bother me, but like it wasn't enough of a drop. I think probably if I played it on PC now, like and playing at 60, I would see like a, a genuine difference. Yeah. But like, starting there like it was never it was never totally a problem um okay but so moving on we've got um so we got the price to the price got released for these two consoles just you know as we segue back towards playstation um so we are looking at 629 dollars canadian for the like physical edition and four hundred ninety nine ninety nine Canadian for the digital version. Um, that I don't know. That still seems a little high, in my opinion. I mean, I, like, that's kind of like what kept me away from the PS three was like such a high price point. Um, for the hardware jump you're getting here, this is a very affordable console. I think. Yeah. Yeah where the graphics card you're getting is equivalent to basically an RTX 2070. You're getting an eight core CPU, which can retail for anywhere from 300 to $400 Canadian. Uh, and then you're getting a super fast SSD for Sony. It's the proprietary one for Xbox. I believe they're working with Samsung or Seagate. I forget who exactly they're working with for theirs, but mm. that will be another 
about $200 worth. Okay. So for hardware, for hardware, you're getting your money's worth, but the aggressive pricing on the digital version is what stands out to me. That minus a disk drive. Yeah, minus a disk drive. Normally, like last generation and the generation before, it would be like a $50 cut. And this time, it's a full 100. Mm -hmm. Right. I think, I I don't know. I just, I guess, I guess maybe like, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more of like a frugal kind of guy. So like when I, when I compare it, like compare it like to like something like, you know, say like the Switch. Which I know, obviously, like technically, is not even in the same galaxy as the PS4. It's like you can get a Switch that still, you know, has has a lot of really good games. Most of the games look pretty well, perform well. It's you know a hybrid uh, sit down and like handheld console, and you could get it and a game for like close to like five hundred bucks. Perform well. Eh. Well, I mean, if we're talking like you know the Nintendo first party games, oh yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure, perform well. I mean, the, everything else, any third party, or I mean, but of course, you're you're probably buying a Switch for Nintendo stuff, so exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously it's a it's one hundred percent of a mixed bag. I'm still very, I, I'm so interested to see how Apex runs runs on it. It's gonna, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one to to look at. I'm sure it yeah. won't be nearly as good, but I mean, if they can get it to at least a consistent thirty, then. Yeah, like Nintendo Switch games, especially the ports and stuff, are are really starting to hold back on performance in terms of like they're not hitting Mm -hmm. 1080 anymore when it comes to docked. They're not hitting 720 anymore when it comes to handheld. There, a lot of games now are using adaptive resolution, and that's where they'll mostly stay is 720 docked and 540 in handheld. But as long as it performs well enough, like that, that's the main thing. Is like they know that this is mainly like a portable system especially with yeah. the hardware inside mm-hmm. and 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 I'm, I'm sure guys like us or at least guys like me don't help when you know we write reviews for the games like you know um skyrim and stuff and we're all like hey i'm willing to overlook the graphics because it's a portable version of skyrim and that's great like you know i'm sure developers and publishers are like okay these guys they're not going to be bothered by the fact that it's like a bit lower performance and it's a bit lower fidelity because it's you know it's portable so and that's that's what's gonna jump the score up two points like well yeah i'm just thinking of preston preston did a review of overwatch when it came to switch and i think he gave it a six out of ten when overwatch is like i think a nine out of ten for him regularly or like you know if if it was running well so like losing three points on our scale is pretty big but um i think he also mentioned in his review that it's like well you know it like it doesn't run well but it the fact that it runs is often enough. The fact that you can play Overwatch on Switch is kind of like enough for people to buy it. I mean, it's the reason I bought it when like I put yeah. in, I put in like 500 hours on the PC version, like another 200 on on PlayStation, and I was like, oh my god, I can play it on my Switch, and I probably played it for like an hour, and I'm like, well, yeah, see what it, I mean? And it just feels bad, but I bought it. So, and I'm always one of those guys who's like, you know, when anyone like I think it was like way back when when Jed wrote his review for Doom on the Switch. And he like he gave it like I think it was like a seven or an eight, but he called it the worst version of Doom. And I got really like annoyed by that. I was like, how like I'm like it just doesn't make sense to me to call it the worst version of something, but then give it a high score when like realistically like it's fine. Like it still looks good. It plays pretty damn good. Like and you know you have it on the console like the Switch. Like that's that's solid. Like but like so you know it's I mean guys like contributed to that idea you gotta factor in the, the like the fact that the switch is portable and you can play like the fact that it's on a switch kind of boosts boosts the game but most of the time it's just a matter of like it doesn't run as good and and, it, and that was the worst version of doom of, of that doom game and it's a great game but it's like if you have other options most of the time for for, for switch ports and it, it it's it says you should play it at another place or if you really uh, want it portable you can play it here but most of the sentiment is like Hey, there's a reason it's a nine on PlayStation and it's a seven on Switch. Like that's yeah, the yeah. No, I think I, I think you're right. And, and you know, like I said, it's it's sort of a mixed bag too because I heard really good things about Burnout Paradise on the Switch. Like it, it's consistent sixty. Like it look, I think it's like a solid runs. Like uh, I think it's like I think it's on and off dock at seven twenty, but it's still like you have the frame rate that's still like works and for a racing game that's what you want so like a lot of people were like no it's like it's really good you should play it on switch um yeah but that's the so getting back to the i guess the initial point that's my that's my whole thing right is that like you know 
when you're comparing a console like this to the, like the PS5 to something like Switch, you know, is is the price point enough to put people off when you have like like all the features that you're getting with something like the Switch versus like what you're getting with the PS5? I don't know how many people are going to be so like like enamored by the 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 technological performance versus yeah. like you know the the versatility versus price of a console like the switch the big one going into this generation for sure in my mind is value and xbox is definitely smashing that with game pass and the series s yeah and now playstation has had their answer with uh what is it Mm. playstation plus collection or whatever yeah Yeah. i think it's um hold on a sec i think it's it's the playstation plus collection yeah and it's and it's interesting because like Xbox Game Pass, their whole thing is like, hey, if it's an Xbox first party title, you, you'll play it day one for free when you have this service. You also have every other Xbox first party title. It's there. And PlayStation, it, it kind of seems like a natural um, extension of their PlayStation Plus thing where it's like, hey, these are old games that you played before, but there's still some value in it. Like there's there's still some games like that you'll want to play if you, if you haven't played them. And like God of War is on there, I think, and uh, the, mm-hmm. the original Horizon and stuff. But they've also said that they're not doing new first-party Sony titles. So you're not going to get the new Horizon game. You're not going to get uh, you're not going to get Spider-Man for free because they're like, it, it just doesn't make financial sense, which is a very interesting differentiation between Xbox and PlayStation heading into this because they both have sort of a subscription service. But one of them is like, it's everything. And the other one is like, it's stuff. It's yeah, they're dipping. Stuff. They're dipping their toes into the water with this. But they're also answering back with we're raising the price of first party games to eighty bucks. No, to seventy bucks, sorry. For USD. Yeah, seventy bucks US, which is scary in Canadian. So Yeah, because we're already paying for people in the States and stuff. We're already paying eighty dollars for our games when you're paying sixty. Ninety after tax. Yeah, exactly. Like Yeah, I this this just honestly does feel to me a little bit like like ground covering and so and Sony's just like, don't worry, like, you know, if if you're worried about backwards compatibility, especially if you're buying an all digital system, like we got you covered. Here's a couple of games you can play when you buy this thing, and we're not gonna have we're we're gonna have maybe like two games released with the with the console. Yeah, but then and then you also have to like buy the subscription, which I, I'm not sure what the price is, but I think it's more than a regular PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus got ramped up to I believe regularly eighty dollars a year now. Isn't it? Okay. Okay. Is it eighty? I think. Yeah. I think it's somebody. Yeah, it's like seventy nine. And Game Pass is like I think one hundred and twenty or. And that's yeah, and then and the, and then that's that's on top of if you're gonna pay the like I think it's like twenty bucks monthly for PlayStation Now, which is a whole separate subscription service. Yeah. Huh. To play PS3 games. Hmm. I doubt now will yeah, be. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a racket. Um, yeah. But you know, what are we gonna do? We're just we just consume. <laughs> we just consume and benchmark and analyze yeah and well and then of course we have uh so sony confirmed their release date which is uh november 12th november 12th yeah okay um which again like i said it's, it seems very weird to me just based on you know current events and especially like what's happening in ontario with like covid cases uh, like steadily rising again um it just seems very weird to me that we're very clearly heading towards a second wave and potentially a second shutdown yeah and mm-hmm. they're gonna release a console in the middle of that mess yeah in the states like and even even sony which i know is is, is a more japanese-based uh company like it just seems weird that you would do that in sort of in the middle of a pandemic. I get people want consoles and they want stuff to do during pandemic times. I think it's the perfect thing though. Like if you look at the video game industry, sales have been bonkers this year. Like stocks prices are up, game sales are great. Um, and the issue comes in with, hey, like are people losing their jobs and are unable to buy this, which is huge because especially it's, you know, it's like a $500, $600 console. But at the same time, if people are home, then that investment makes more sense for them. If they're like, you know what? We don't know when we're going to go out. We're, we're not spending money going to dinner, really. We're not spending money going to shows because, you know, we, we just can't. I think mm-hmm. that video game, this could be a huge console generation, a huge start to it because of COVID. 
and because of the opportunity that comes with having people at home. Yeah. I'm just looking at it now. Japan COVID cases have, have sort of been on a steady decline. Like there's a few couple spikes. Oh, well, in Ontario, we're backed up to like 200 to 300 cases a day. And we were, we were in the down. Yesterday was like, yesterday, today was like 500 cases. Oh, well, I don't, that's not a decline. (laughs) We're, we're in a steady, we're in a sharp incline. Oh, steady. I think we have three active cases. (laughs) Are you one of them? No. Okay. That's good. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and for all of you wondering, you know, who want to get their PlayStation um, uh, pre-orders in Canada, well, it doesn't matter because this podcast is going to go up after. But tonight <laughs> they were recording this 6 p.m. Shoppers Drug Mart. They might have some. They posted oh, about shop- it. Oh my god, you're the, that's like that's like your desperation move when you're going to Shoppers to I, try and see if you can assist. So a week ago, I, I went to Shoppers Drug Mart to get some to get some vanilla milk because I hadn't had vanilla milk since I was like six, I don't know, six in grade six because we had a milk machine at school. Um, and then I didn't end up getting milk. So I'm lactose intolerant. And I'm like, why would I buy milk? But <laughs> just everything. It's not the point of this talk. The point of this talk is I, I saw my friend who I, I hadn't talked to since high school and she works at Shoppers Drug Mart. So I wonder if maybe Shoppers will do an in-person, uh, you know, a pre-order thing. Maybe I should maybe, maybe I should send her a message. Get a, I would I would inquire, but I'm fairly certain Shoppers does not have the authority to hand out pre-orders. I think it's just a it's a first come first serve on that one. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Call you when when you when it comes in? Well, I definitely trust their systems. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now I guess yeah, the the biggest thing about the PlayStation uh, showcase obviously was the game. That's where they really, I think, really had the uh, the edge over Microsoft. Get it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so 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 let, let's let's talk, let's talk games. We got Miles Morales. Miles Morales looks looks like a lot of fun. Um, you know, it looks. I, and I'm I'm really fingers crossed, hoping that it it's it's more combat focused. No, because I think. I, I, did I have this? Did I have this conversation with both of you, or was it just Cole? It was pretty well just me. Um, where, <laughs> where I was getting really upset with the combat in oh, I know. the original <laughs> Spider-Man because I just I kept getting killed like over and over. It just felt like no fight was satisfying when you're getting tossed around by these humongous guys and the thing that bothered me even more about that was not even like when they're the when they're the the mr negative guys and they're just like regular buff gangsters it's like how is a person who maybe goes to the gym a couple times a week beating the crap out of spider-man a super human demigod who could swing around majestically through the air and like lift up cars over his head He's getting knocked out by just some dude. Um, yeah, but he's a nerd. <laughs> yeah, but he's still, he's still a superpowered nerd. Um, mm. and then yeah, and then I was really frustrated by it. I was I was getting really angry. I was ready to quit. And I talked to Cole about it, and Cole was just like, "Well, are you are you using the gadgets?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> the game, the combat is like ninety percent gadget use. Yeah, um, it's it's rack up your combo, get your gadgets back, use gadget, repeat cycle. It's very yeah. rhythmic. Um, but but that was the problem is I was playing it like just like like you know, like you should be a, just like your Spider Man, right? Like Spider Man. When I think of Spider Man, I don't think of a gadget guy. I think of a big punch him up guy. So like you know, and web him up guy. So like, oh I, yeah, okay, okay. I was gonna say I mean? someone else, but you said the web. So okay, the, yeah, yeah, no. I say, like, you know, obviously Batman. Like when I, when I play Arkham Asylum, okay, like using gadgets makes sense. Batman is, you know, he's Batman. His whole ninety half his thing is good. He's the punch him up gadget guy. So like, but just with Spider Man, I don't know. It just it, it really put me at odds. So this one, I'm hoping it looks to me a lot more like like brawler focused with the combination of like of like super like abilities, which I'm I'm hoping for because that that to me would make for the Spider Man game that I actually like wanted to play. I think it looks the same to me. Like, <laughs> like powers could be replacing gadgets, or it's just that power slot that you have in your suit that uses the venom blast that Miles has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they'll be. I mean, obviously, it, it, it's not a. I mean, it, it it is a full release, but it's not a full release at the same time. So I think it's not the true sequel. It's this definitely it's using... definitely like like a like a 
like a, like like the Uncharted spinoffs or something like that. So it's definitely going to yeah. be u- using that engine. And I think those abilities. I mean, I, I hope that they make Miles stand out with his move set and like you know give a reason why he's he's different and why he's he's interesting. And yeah, I think, and I, well, I I think we saw that in the story slice, but I want to see that in the gameplay too. Well, that's what that's what I that's what I mean. That's kind of what I'm hoping for because I mean, like it's just like like I, I think from a from a fundamental gameplay perspective, when you have a character who like uses gadgets, right? Like the way you know you have like 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 the the the, the previous one, Spider Man had like the the drone and the turret and like the big like you know web bombs and the grenades and stuff like like the way you play is different and the way that the combat is sort of built, I think, has to be different because that's the thing, right? It's not it's not built so much around and i you know i i would come to learn this later like it's not built so much around like like the just the straight brawling and sort of like building combos the same way you would if you were playing like devil may cry um because you know you're you're using these like gadgets which are kind of like have a certain amount of versatility behind them whereas with like mile like you know his two main abilities really are are the venom strike and turning invisible um so I think like it, you know, depending on how they're planning on using that, how he's how they're planning on like uh I guess working with the way that he can sort of like charge up energy and like and create like this like static electricity around him, like it might just have them like they would have to just focus the 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 the, the combat more towards something that's like more brawl focused and more kind of like Devil May Cry. I- I'm hoping anyway. Mm-hmm. Just because from a fundamental perspective, it's different, right? Now you're not using items, you're using innate abilities, which are sort of like make the whole thing feel different. Yeah, we just don't know how early on this like slice of gameplay even was. So it could just be like the like uh, the fist tower thing with the bridge where yeah, where it's before we even get access to gadgets or different suit powers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would also like just something to change it up because miles should stand out miles is a very yeah, different spider-man 100%. than peter one hell yeah um then what else did we get we got uh the harry potter game which i don't care about same yeah yeah it's you know it's <laughs> yeah it, it's a shame that sorry alex you go first no, I, I, I'm sure you're going to say exactly what I was going to say. So yeah, go ahead. It's, it's the J.K. Rowling thing. Like, these guys have been working yep. on this game for years, but just her tanking her own property single-handedly on Twitter is amazing. It's like speed run to destruction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's bad. And, and, that's, and that's sort of, the, that's sort of the, the biggest problem with it. I mean, like, as much as you, as you want to think that you're, like, just supporting the game and the developers, like, that's number one, that's just not how game development works. And number two, like realistically what like what you're doing is you're just sort of signing off on this thing that was made by a person who ended up being a real piece of garbage and i a person i can't i can't get behind that no yeah it's 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 unfortunate because i think it's it, it is a cool looking game and it's somebody used to like harry potter and like yeah it's it's something where like i never had a moment where i was like oh i don't like the movies and everything but it's just like everything with jk rowling it's like great i own all the movies on blu-ray and stuff and i i love the world but it's like there's enough entertainment out there and stuff that I connect to that I don't need to support her. Like it's fine. Yeah, and 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 there is you know a lot of people. I think uh, some people would like you know try to make the argument that you know you separate the art from the artist. You really can't. It's not well. It's not possible. Let's separate the artist from her money first, and then we'll talk about yeah. that. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's and, unfortunate. And, and, and and I mean not even and not even going to like to that extent too. I mean like that's for me that's that's probably the most important thing. But like I never really got into Harry Potter the same way everyone else. Did. I think I read the I read the books up to like the Goblet of Fire, and then I was kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm done with this. Like, oh, that's one of the best ones. Wow, I, that's what I mean. That's kind of where I stopped because I, was, yeah. I just stopped at the what I felt was the best book, and then you know, I ended, I kind of was like I was transitioning to high school too, so I was in that weird like teen period where I thought I was like too cool for these little kid books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah, a little bit older. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, no, Harry Potter's best." Um, so. uh, yes, I will reread these. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and we, you know, we got, we also got, uh, we also got Call of Duty Black Ops, which you know looks like a Call of Duty game. So that's great. It Man. does. <laughs> yeah, that's all the Call of Duty. Um, Resident Evil uh, Village. That looks cool. <laughs> It had definitely a better showing for this showcase. It definitely, it oh still had gosh. some jitters and stutters here and there, but overall, you no, know, it was yeah, just that it was so bad the first showing. Like, yeah, they should not have entered yeah, into the that technical with... jank that it was. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've lost Cole for a second. Oh, we did lose Cole, Cole for half a second. We lost you, but I, I think I summed it up in that the first one just looked so bad. It's yeah. just so bad. So this was basically anything they would have shown would have been like, oh, nice. I knew Alex yeah. would carry the torch. Got you. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I kind of missed the first showing, so I didn't really have a compar- uh, you know, a comparison to make. But like, I, I just, I was kind of aware of it. Because I, mean, I, I think like the, the very first, the, the future of play or whatever, like I was kind of watching in like snippets. Like I was, I was, uh, it was like a Saturday and I was busy. I just kind of like scrolling through and just seeing like what got announced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this, I don't know, this looks really cool to me. I, I like the blend of, uh, I like the way that they're sort of continuing on the, the style of, uh, of seven. Um, I personally, I know, I know there are some people who weren't crazy about seven. I thought it was a, a, the, the kind of shakeup that the series a hundred percent needed. I think it was Especially- like a reset in scale. Because they kept going bigger and bigger with the games, and then Seven really reset them back to their roots, which they desperately needed. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of the, that's one of the coolest things about it. It's like not even just that the the the, the change of perspective that makes it like, like a different experience, but like the fact that the uh, the the man like or like it's the the, the farm land or whatever you want to call it, like it feels very much like you know the Spencer Mansion from the first game. Like it sort of becomes its its own like character this kind of like antagonist in its own right that you have to really start like navigating and 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 understanding and you kind of come to know it as like intimately as like anything else that's going on in the game yeah i really like that yeah i I would what you just said there is perfect that kind of like you know reduction in scale makes it feel so much more uh personal yeah now they're definitely jumping up with this game when you say something like village but it feels like the same jump as two i feel you know what? I wasn't gonna. I wouldn't say two. What what this sort of felt like more to me was that combination, kind of a combination of seven and four, right? Like it kind of feels like they're 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 taking it to a place that's like not necessarily massive, but a, just a little bit bigger. It's a little bit more like intense in that way. You have this whole like network of of like different like little buildings, and you're gonna, you know I guess I I'm, I'm guessing hoping maybe that like having to like sneak between them and and avoid people and like you, you maybe you have that same sort of smart ai that four had where people will try to trap you in buildings or find other ways in like and it, it sort of will become a little bit more intent in that way that it is per person so it just feels different yeah alex thoughts are you still trying to get a ps5 yeah, I've been refreshing. So the way, the way Best Buy kind of works is every 15 minutes on the 15, it's in stock for a second. And I'm not sure if it's a if it's a bug or not. But by the time you put in your credit card information, CVV, whatever, it's it's out of stock again. So it's just been every 15 minutes for the last hour has been the fun stuff. But um, I, I was actually doing work during that thing, and I sort of had the, the thing on in the background. So I didn't see the new Resident Evil. But overall, I was like, "Oh yeah, these these are cool games." I mean, Final Fantasy seemed to be the the one that got people most excited. Um, in in oh in yeah, my... we skipped right over Final Fantasy. I was I was kind of doing this in order. <laughs> oh, I thought you were ending it with that. Oh well, no, no, well, no I was kind of like I was kind of thinking about it like in order of how things got announced, and uh, I completely forgot about Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy looks really cool. Yeah, I, I what, Final Fantasy sixteen is out there at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I that's the that. For me, that's the flagship announcement from the launch. As someone oh, who doesn't even play Final Fantasy, but in terms of like the lot, the overall excitement and everything, it's like it was cool and it looked good. Like it looked like a- and uh, and and it's it's being um it's being headlined by the the same guys who did who worked on like Dragon's Dogma and stuff. Like so, like I think the way the way combat is going to be, um, like it looked it looked. I don't know, maybe it was just the way that they did, um. Like for the showing, you know, there was very little. There was very little UI, and it it looked more like it looked more like like I guess uh, like hack and slash. Yeah. Uh. So the, so the games. Their games director is uh, Hiroshi Takai, who worked on the Romancing Saga games, The Last Remnant, and uh. The battle director is Ryota Suzuki, who worked on Devil May Cry 5 and Dragon's Dogma and Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yep, definitely a good headliner for combat. The big thing they have to tackle from 15 is impact. 
15 had no impact yeah. in terms of anything oh, yeah. in combat. Mm. And the stupid magic grenades that killed everybody that was worthless. Yeah, definitely go back to fantasy. I definitely feel like they're inspired by The Witcher for this one. Oh, yeah. So we'll see how that shapes it, up. Yeah, no, it's, it, I, I can't remember the last time I saw blood in, like, uh, a Final Fantasy game that wasn't just, like, a little tiny, like, drop. Anime scratches. Yeah, even, <laughs> I mean, even Aerith getting impaled didn't have a drop of blood behind it. Well, I'm sure there's it's a not mod. like the PS1 wasn't it's not like PS1 wasn't capable of rendering blood. No. I mean Parasite so, Eve did. Yeah. Dino Crisis did. <laughs> you guys are too young. You guys are too young for Dino Crisis. Next it's week. It's the same we generation about... I just listed Parasite Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't understand, Cole. You were you were but you were but a glinting of parents' eyes. Yes, uh, but I remember playing on the PlayStation One back then. We called it the PlayStation because we didn't know there would be more. We just knew that we loved it, and we knew that the the grass was green. The, the, the tank was clean, and we are getting out of here. Yes. <laughs> that was my first console. <laughs> oh, I love uh. it. I, there's, there's a guy I work with. He's like, he's like 24 or 25 or something. And every time I, I reference something, he has no idea. And I'm not even referencing like old stuff. I'll talk about like, like, t like just like TV shows from like the mid 2000s. He's got this blank look on my fa his face. And I'm always just like, I'm like, it's before your time. You're too young for this. He's <laughs> like five years younger than I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, getting back on track. Final Fantasy uh, 16 does look very, very cool. I'm excited. And, I, and especially as a guy who really... Uh, I stopped playing Final Fantasy for a very long time. Like, I played... Uh, I think, like, 7 was the last one that I, like, really, really got into before... Probably before 15. Um, yeah. So there was a giant gap of time where I just kind of wasn't playing Final Fantasy games. I I, I dabbled with ten a little bit. Um, wasn't a huge fan of it. Wasn't a huge fan of eleven. I'm kind of playing twelve now on my Switch, but even I'm I don't know. It's very weird to me. Yeah, very MMO was, for twelve. Thirteen was very. Uh, yep. You know, fourteen. I don't even remember what fourteen was. But that was the that was the other MMO. That is the MMO. But wasn't wasn't eleven an MMO? uh yes yeah it was the first one yep and then it's so weird that they broke up the the series into like d different genres but still put the numbers yeah there. i don't know i'll never understand so it. have they announced that final fantasy 7 is coming to ps5 with the remake or have they sort of been like eh, you mean part it. one I don't, uh yeah or or like have they talked about next gen Future at all part? yeah in, not, in relation no. i haven't heard anything about it I mean, it, I feel like they'll definitely do it. Like, it, it it doesn't make sense for them to release future parts just on PS4. The question is, I mean, because it, it'd be weird if they released part one on PS4 and then we're like, but the rest are on PS5. Yeah. So feels, in, my, in, seven, in my opinion, Alex, um, I don't think they started working on part two until like part one was finished and they were like, all right let's move on now <laughs> I, maybe it is a ps6 title and that might be with, with yeah, seven for the 12 years there were definitely areas in seven remake where uh the textures looked terrible but when it was data mined people found like no it has all these high quality textures and stuff it's totally capable it's just it, it tanks the frame rate if they go in so cool. what you what you don't understand was that those are the nostalgia callbacks they had to have areas that looked like bricks <laughs> untextured and whatnot <laughs> so that you remember that it came out on a ps1 I'm yeah such so, an idiot. so you appreciate it. yeah yeah well <laughs> we didn't want to say it but <laughs> oh man well <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess i guess we'll see because yeah like i don't like i kind of feel like just with the tumultuous uh like development cycle that final fantasy 7 remake had it like i in my heart of hearts i don't believe that they started working on part two until like after the first one was done, and they were like, "All right, let's get started now." Now, what do we do? Because even the way uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake ends kind of suggests that like things in Part Two could be different. So it's not like it's just going to be a a straight like one to one remake, yeah. of, like future parts of the game, right? But so it's it, it's going to be on PS4. Like it, it'd be wild if they didn't. 
Well, you know what? I guess it, I guess we'll have to see too, like to what degree that uh, Sony decides to keep the PS4 alive after the PS5 launch. Like, how many games are going to still release on PS4? Yeah, um, just from the initial, like you know, we've heard what three or four games that are going to be on both PS5 and PS4. It seems like they're at least like they're not ready to give up completely on the PS4, and they still want to sell pros and they still thing. But yeah, I mean, this obviously... is square. They'll they'll get every dollar they can. Yeah. Well, like if you look at the PlayStation yeah. Two, that thing was freaking in production for like thirty-five years. Like, oh yeah, it just kept going. And I, oh, I like, I, like I think I bought one like six years into the PS 2s life cycle. Well, I, I bought another one. I had one originally. It broke. Didn't have one for a year. But like, I, I was at like a Sony store, and it was like on sale for like eighty bucks. And I was like, oh, a PlayStation Two, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think the first PlayStation I got too was uh, uh, the one I, the one I bought for myself. Anyway, I got one for like a confirmation gift, but then I traded it for an Xbox. Um, <laughs> Take which that confirmation a, which which, <laughs> which in hindsight was a bad idea but i bought the first like I, I bought i bought my ps2 when it was the the ps2 like slim had just come out Ooh, that I was a much yeah that, that console that had was, way less problems like oh my gosh yeah oh and that, that, that was probably a solid like maybe like four or five years into the ps2's life cycle mm-hmm. there was still lots of good stuff on it um all right so plowing ahead uh death loop look cool i'm excited about that still looks cool yeah I just, it looks yeah. really yeah. cool i'm excited about you know puzzle solving uh first person shooter time got mechanic. kind of a kind of like a time splittersy like uh um oh uh what was the name of that uh what was the name of that game i just, i had it for half a second and i lost it um what dishonored not dishonored i mean dishonored is the obvious one but no it was more like um the non-obvious one <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, had, I literally had it for half a second and I just lost it. Um, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's got a very, really cool vibe to it. I like it. I like the kind of like 70s aesthetic it's going for. Um, Oddworld looks cool. I've been following Oddworld for a little while. Five Nights at Freddy's is a series that will never die. <laughs> yeah. So it's so crazy to think like how that thing started and like just how it like is still like going like. Kids love the Friday nights. Say, say what you want about Scott Cawthon, man. Like he he knows how to build a franchise. Yeah. Where's his movie deal? How have they not made a movie of Five Nights at Freddy's yet? Uh, who knows if you want to get into that? Uncharted's going now. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah. Um. Then obviously, you know, then we you know we talked about it a little bit. We had Dark Souls in the mix, or not Dark Souls, um, Demon Souls, and. Then we, you know, and then we got the little, uh, we got the little God of War uh, teaser at the end, which I mean, I think we knew, I don't know, I, I, unless I just, just remember I was hearing like rumors about how Santa Monica like kind of confirmed they were working on the sequel to God of War. Like this, I don't know, this, 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 this didn't seem like a surprise think, to me, but everyone was acting like surprised. I think the name Ragnarok leaked, like, or at least it was heavily speculated, or maybe it was just referenced in God of War 1, so they're like, it's happening in God of War 2. Um, yep. But it did sort of feel like a, yeah, this is exactly what we knew about the game. And it's nice that it's coming. And it's coming to PS5. So, like, yeah. could it be a 2021 release? I think that's what they said. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe they uh, did, it, did it say? I'm maybe not sure they didn't put a date on it. But yeah, it, it's, but it won't be strong. So that, that is the holiday title that is strong as long as it doesn't get delayed, which COVID might have done that already. Um and they might have to backtrack on that, but like, if you're looking at the PS5 and you're like, okay, you get your, you get your, um, you get your Spider-Man, you get your, you get your Crash game, and then in 2021, you get, um, God of War. That's that's yeah. cool. That's cool. That's a that's a big one. Yeah. No, I don't know. This I just I I maybe maybe I was because I was I was like really googling to trying to find like where I remember seeing it, and I could have swore I remember like like either like it was like someone from Sony either it, it, either maybe I I just ended up seeing a rumor on Twitter. But I could have swore I saw like it was like Sony or Santa Monica like said that like you know we are like we're working on like the next Spider Man and the next God of War for like our next console. So like this just when I saw the the, the God of War thing and I saw all these like reaction videos online, I was just like, am I the only one who's not surprised by this? Like I kind of knew this was happening. Uh, that's just reactors reacting for views. Maybe I maybe I just dreamt it and I thought it was so and I thought it was real. <laughs> so just, it got locked in that like part of my brain where like dreams become memories 
Well, I don't think there's anyone who played God of War who didn't go, oh yeah, they're not doing a sequel. There's, there's oh, no yeah, way. No, it's so obvious. It made them so much money, and the op- and the ending leaves room for more. Yeah. And Let's Ragnarok is an easy layup. Yeah. I mean, like the, 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 you know, spoiler alert, Thor shows up in the post-credits, so it's just <laughs> God, like... I didn't know that. Actually? No, of course I did. Uh, <laughs> say, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you friggin' animal. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to back out of my words there for half a second. <laughs> All right, and so I guess to wrap things up, um, there was a little Nintendo conference too that we that happened uh, yesterday, which would have been Thursday, uh, where Nintendo did a little uh, their little p- partner partner showcase mini direct. But you know we got uh, we got two little surprises right at the start of it um, for 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 me and Cole, and I don't know about Alex. Are are you a big fan of this Nintendo franchise? No, I don't believe Alex Seriously? has played MH. Oh yeah, okay, no, so, okay. no, no, okay. So yeah, so we got um we got the announcement for Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch, which looks awesome. Yeah. Um you know, I this is the thing like like you know, and I think I, we may have talked about this uh in in a previous podcast, but it's like going from a game like Monster Hunter World to a game like Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which you know, in its in its own right is a good game. On yeah. and, and to have a Monster Hunter on the Switch is like really cool. But there's no denying that once you play Monster Hunter World, like every like previous Monster Hunter just feels outdated. Yeah, because Generations was the finale to like the old style games, and yeah. World introduced a bunch of quality of life changes that made grinding easier and collecting resources easier, <laughs> as well as introducing just... that the maps themselves were just full, yeah. fully open instead of segmenting them into different load screens like previous MH games. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that too. Yeah, like that. That that for me was the biggest part of it. Like, because you know, even in like previous Monster Hunter games, I never really minded the grind all that much. It's kind of like part of the game. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Oh yeah, and you know what? You know what, Cole? I was thinking about something too for from our previous conversation. Oh yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, about the, the difference between a game like Monster Hunter and, and the Avengers. Let's, um, let's nail another one into the coffin. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, part part of part of why uh, the the grind I think is different than the Avengers. Yeah, uh, it's 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 more fun. Now, well, that's, that's a hard one. That's a hard one to refute. It, that's it's fun. It's there's a reason yeah. why I gave World a nine and I sport yeah. a nine and I gave Avengers a seven point five. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The 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 thing you do to grind is like the most fun part of the game. So it's like yeah. it, it's reasoned unto itself. Um but yeah, no, like so you know, getting back to it obviously, uh like I never minded it. So like those quality of life improvements, as much as they like make a, a noticeable difference, it's just like the thing that always bothered me about Monster Hunter games was just the way that like the, the the momentum and like the excitement of the hunt is broken up every time a monster leaves the area and you have to wait in a loading screen for like, you know, 30 seconds. Yep, and there's very so obvious like, ones that are segmented as just pathways and ones that are meant as core fighting arenas. Yeah, exactly, right? So they have this big seamless open world where everything feels like it's connected and kind of like alive was like, just just like such a such a game changer for me and now we have one on the switch and it looks so good <laughs> yeah i like the verticality the movement like the like getting around looks like it's going to be so much fun yeah that this one uh, this one that they've with rise the big one that they're tackling that i'm glad they are is traversal and mm-hmm. the the new thing that they're introducing is the wire bug i believe it's called yep yeah. I, think I, was just, I was just about to say it. Yeah. And uh, compared to Monster Hunter World Slinger, this has a lot more freedom in that it's not requiring grappling points and all that. It's more go up a mountain if you want. Go fling yourself yeah. over here. And new applications in combat as well. Looks really cool. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. And, I, and, I, and I'm kind of really into the um, the way it's very like like Japanese themed. Like every Monster Hunter is kind of like does have a kind of like a like a lot of Japanese theming behind it, but this one just looks very like they're leaning into it very much with the like with like the monsters. Like you know, you saw the one that was like a like a peacock, um, and like a lot of the locations too are these like rundown shrines and these kind of like villages. 
So, you know, even even the main character comes in looking like a samurai with a with a with a long katana on his back, like yeah. When oh, I, and the freaking and the and the palamute too, the yeah. little doggo you get now you can ride around on. That's really cool. I'm really interested to see. So the thing, the thing uh, that, and I, I wrote a little, uh, a little thing about it yesterday. Um, the thing that's going to really be, I guess, the make or break for me is, uh, is performance definitely on the Switch. Like the Switch, like we, you know, we were saying, is not is really not the most powerful system. Yeah. And so to to already to have four player co op and allow one partner animal in that, like you're going to have eight things on screen that are happening. And with all like, because even like a lot of the uh, the animations like for like attacks and stuff look very similar to like the, the one in uh, Monster Hunter World, so yeah. it looks a lot more fluid and and um, I'm wondering how that's going to affect performance, especially when you have you know seven other people on screen. Yeah, the big thing that they've definitely scaled back on is density of like vegetation and foliage and all of that. Where in this trailer, you can definitely see that it's very much like mountains, water, rundown shacks, and yeah. remnants of villages and stuff. But there's nothing like huge trees, uh, tons of uh, like points of interest and Bushes stuff. Bushes and shrubs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, they, they know that the environment is what causes the most performance to, to dip. So by sacrificing like the visual fidelity of those elements, but, but still keeping a very nice setting, I think. They're definitely going yeah. in the right direction for, for the the switch hardware. I hope I definitely I really hope so. And, and and I was kind of thinking about that too when I was like when I when I saw the trailer and I was just part of me was hoping that maybe it's just like you know it's part of the trade off of like uh or it's you know it's just it's an early demo like they're still working on it and they'll add some stuff later on because even just like other like animals or monsters and stuff too just like weren't really present. So it just yeah. seemed like it's like it looked very empty, and I'm just like maybe this is just because it's a demo trailer. It's you know it's early. They're gonna add more stuff in later on. Um, but yeah, I, I I see what you're saying to to sort of to like save uh, processing power and whatnot. Um, and then and then we got the uh, the announcement of um, Monster Hunter Stories too. I was and surprised about this one. I was surprised about it too because Monster Hunter Two was a really cool game, but nobody talks about it. Yeah, like I didn't get to play it mainly because I, I was done with the, the 3DS at the time and I didn't want to jump mm -hmm. back to like really low res stuff, especially when at the time they were showing like really nice HD assets. But that's now exclusive to the mobile port. And now with two being announced, I'm really excited to check it out. Yeah, no, I, I, I demoed it. I, I didn't really play it either because, yeah, it's sort of the same thing. Like it came out around the, around the time that I was kind of done with my, with my 3DS as well. Um, but I demoed it at like a, a little Nintendo event and it like, it was really, really cool. Like it had this really cool combat system that was kind of like this interesting, like, so sort of like, I, I think the only way I can really describe it without having really like gotten to see like a lot more of it is like, it's kind of like rock, paper, scissors-y, but like in a, in a, in an interesting, like turn-based kind of way. Like it, it really works with like, for like an, for an RPG. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and so like I'm I'm excited for this too. I, now I need to now I, now I need to dip into Monster Hunter Stories and like really get into it because yeah. from what I from what I played of it, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, Remington tells me really good things about it, so I I need to jump on. And uh, yeah, and I, that was really it for the uh, for the Nintendo thing. I mean, yeah, we you know we got some of the like you know the stuff like you know Hades came out the day of and like Little Disguise you know, Six, Rune Factory Five. Yeah, Rune Factory Five looks looks. There was that one part in the trailer where I couldn't help but laugh because it just like they 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 cut it at such a really weird part where there's that one um like the the part where they're in the 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 restaurant. I don't know if you know if you know what oh, I'm talking it about. Oh, was her walking down the stairs? No, it's like immediately after that, where it just cuts to the the very well endowed anime girl just like turning around, and I was oh, like, "Oh yeah, Whoa! for the marriage part, yeah, for the marriage part." <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it just took me by such surprise. It's like, oh, you have this like this nice wholesome kind of like anime farming, you know, dungeon crawling game. It's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the trailer, I'm not. I don't want to say it, but if you watch the trailer. You will know exactly what I'm talking about. The trailer is well endowed. Oh, it's it's great. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I guess that's about all we have for uh for this Pixels and Ink podcast. Uh, it was a lot of good uh, a lot of good game talk. Alex, were you successful in securing a pre-order? No, but 6 p.m. tonight, <laughs> I'll be there.
<laughs> Chopper's drug mart, be there. <laughs> but, but, but don't be there. It's only online. But it doesn't matter because uh, this is this is this is in the past. So don't worry. You're gonna find a system. You don't need to buy into this hype cycle. You will be able to go to a store and get it. If you don't, then Sony dropped the ball hard. Sony, don't be a Nintendo. Like I love Nintendo, but they're the they're notorious for doing this kind of thing. Just put systems on shelves so people can go buy them and give you money. Do you not want money? Do you not want fame and fortune? No, it's ugly. Disgusting. Get it out of my face. Well, you Give know what? That's very that's very philanthropic of them. <laughs> but or charitable of them. I don't know what the word is. But anyway, this has been another Pixels and Ink podcast brought to you by CG Magazine. Uh thank you for listening. If you know, as always, if you want to find us, you can find us at uh, cgmagonline.com. This podcast will be up on uh, Spotify and Apple Music and I guess all the places where you want to listen to podcasts, um, except the one place that most people listen to podcasts, which is weird. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at CG Mag Online. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Ninja Jordan underscore, and you can find me on YouTube at Ninja Reviews. I just did a video for defending paper mario sticker star and it actually got a really good reception it made me really happy yeah i watched it i thought i thought a lot of people were going to yell at me for being wrong and uh and no one really did and i really and you didn't you didn't leave a comment cold let me know that uh what you thought I thanks left a like clearly you didn't watch to the end where i said let me know how wrong i am in the comments i don't wow. play paper mario <laughs> games i just wanted to see how you turned it out and you, it was a good job all right, thank you. Uh, you know what? That I appreciate that. That makes me really happy. You're Thanks. Um, Cole, Cole, where can we find you? At Kaiser underscore Watson on Twitter. Yes. And Alex. At Alex Hansia on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and wherever else you want to find me. Awesome. Find him. Uh, find him a PS5, guys. Make it happen. Meet and greet <gasps> at the shoppers at six p.m. He will pay you double the amount of the price you paid for the uh, for just PS5. your for just your spot in line, not even the PS5. <laughs> yeah, he'll pay you to to stand there for him. It's true. It's true. All right. All right. Oh. Oh. oh okay. All right. Yeah. Let's not indict ourselves. All okay. right. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Stay inside and listen to great podcasts by great people. Boy. <laughs>